the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Without further ado, um, and I'm shocked, shocked, shocked that we aren't the ones that woke her up right now. One of the fastest growing segments of radio out there is Get to Know Your Teen. On the phone with us right now is a teen, a 17-year-old junior in high school named Amanda. Amanda, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Now, be candid with everybody listening. Are you talking to us from your bed? Yes. I just sat up. (laughs) Wow. Don't go out of your way. I realize it's radio, but don't kill yourself to be a participant in the show. Now, uh, here's what I want to ask you. You you just had two weeks ago, we had you on last Saturday to talk about your spring spring break. This week was really the first week of school that really wasn't in school. And you weren't home because you were sick. You were home because the world is sick and they closed down the school and they've gone to remote mm-hmm. learning. Tell us what that was like. It was really interesting um so monday was a teacher planning day so we didn't technically have anything monday so we started off tuesday and it really was teachers posting kind of their plans for the week and because this was our first week most of our assignments were due on friday um but it wasn't at least for me it wasn't like easy like i thought it was going to be a worksheet and then you just take a picture of it and you send it in and then there's your assignment for the week And in reality, it was a lot of, because I have a lot of AP classes, it was a lot of starting that review process for the AP test. So I did have like hours of work every single day, and I just barely got it all done on Friday. Now look, AP, of course, for those that don't know, stands for Amateur Psychiatry. Is that right? (laughs) Of course. It's Advanced Placement. Oh, Advanced Placement. Now let me ask you this. Would your assignments normally have been due on Friday anyway? Like if you had gone to school on a Tuesday... Would those assignments normally be due on Friday, or do you feel like you were given more time to complete them or less time because you were at home? Um, It depends. A lot of the times our assignments are like we'll learn something in class and do classwork. So we have like daily assignments that we completed the classwork, and then we'll either have like the reading from the night before as a quiz due that day. Um, So no, no, usually we have things due like the day of class. So I think next week that things are going to start getting in a consistent schedule. But because this week we didn't have Monday as school, the schedule is kind of thrown off. Like we didn't know what block days we had and stuff like that. So we just made Friday the due date for everything. Now I presume you have stayed in contact with all your buddies through the social media that you normally use. Uh, Is everybody else taking this distance learning, this remote learning as seriously as you are? Um, My friends, are. Both yeah, of them. That's how we're spending our day. Yeah, all two of them. I yeah. know it's um, twice the amount you had in high school. That is um, not accurate. Go on. <laughs> my friends are taking it seriously, but I know that there's some kids that are probably slacking off and just not doing it. Now, listen. Uh, th- this distance learning thing, this remote learning. Are there like um, 
Are there PowerPoints that you're getting in the email online that you look at? Is there like face-to-face time with your teachers where they're doing like a Zoom or FaceTime or Skype type thing? How are they doing it? Um, It really depends. So like my AP French class, we had a Zoom call every morning that we would have the class. So at 7.45 on um, Tuesday and Thursday, we had a Zoom call to go over like answers and things like that. But because teachers can't mandate that anyone shows up to the Zoom call, um, they can't really teach anything new over it. And is it Zoom Um, video or just audio? A video, video. It's like a group FaceTime call. And you're aware that you can change your background on the Zoom call to be anything you want. It could be Paris. Yeah. Just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't want to cause trouble for teachers, but there you go. That's what I would have done (laughs) had this technology existed back in the dark ages. I love it. It's great. Yeah. Go on. Now finish up with what you were saying. Um, We also had like Khan Academy for a push where we had review um, videos and like articles. Yeah. Um, Stuff like that. And then for AP bio, which is AP biology, um, we had a document where you read from the book like we normally would. And then we did like videos that um, go with the lesson and then some like activities that model what we were learning. Now, is this what you expect moving forward? Now, I know that the governor has issued an order that says, hey, no schools until April 17th. Um, Tell Mm -hmm. me, do you expect to be back in school the following week, or what does your gut tell you? I really hope we're back in school the following week because I miss seeing everyone and I miss the routine. Um, But I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. Now, despite the fact that you have been, I think, uh, under my roof the entire week, I think I've seen you a combined, I don't know, 30 minutes over the last week. How is it being in your room all day, every day? Um, I don't mind it. It's great now that I cleaned my room and it's a livable place. And you installed a lock um, on your door. I have a lot door. of stuff to do. Yeah. Have you gone yeah, outside to do it? Like, I, you're, as you may have known, uh, your brothers and I have gone on a significant number of walks to do different things. Have you done anything like that? No. <laughs> I went on some walks over the weekend, but, like, I haven't really had time this week. Because, because of the school? Yeah. And it's nice because I get to, like, sleep in now, too. That just Oh, well, hang on. Hang I don't on, really on. have daylight hours. Yeah, yeah, this can't be the new norm. It's a struggle for you to get up by, what, 6.45 on a normal school day. What time are you dragging yourself to your computer these days? Um, I've been getting up around 10 and then making breakfast and then working on stuff. Sweet goodness, sister. Um, now let me ask you this. I want to shift gears a little bit from the academic stuff. By the way, if you had a recommendation to give to teachers who are listening about how to make Mm -hmm. this process better, what would you tell them? Make sure you're staying in communication. Um, Make everything as foolproof as you can because sometimes online kids get confused if directions are super vague or where to turn things in and there's big discrepancies in what people are learning. So very like thought out, consistent direction and forms of delivery so that students throughout these next few weeks actually know like what's going on and can start to build a routine around your class. What has been the most effective thing this last week that a teacher has done in terms of the education process while you're out of the school? Um, I think my AP French teacher has done a great job of putting up Zoom videos and 
the whole week before, um, so like she had her lessons posted the Friday before we went into the week. Um, so that was really great to start to get ahead on a plan with things. But I think all my teachers have done a great job of like laying out the plan for the week, being super easy to access, um, having some videos up that help us, just all of that. Who's the worst? I'm kidding. Don't answer that. They could be listening or they might listen on podcasts. I know you, you've done what I do with the judges. They're all so very attractive and funny and smart. I get it. I, I understand you have to answer to them. Um, let me shift gears a little bit here before we cut away for a break. And that is to ask you, how has all of this stuff impacted your psyche and the psyche of your friends? Not just the remote learning for the school part, but just the idea that there's this pandemic out here, there's 600,000 people globally who've been diagnosed, there's 100,000 people here in America, all that stuff. Does that weigh on you in any way? Yeah, I think it's a really heavy time right now. And I think that the social isolation, too, isn't helping. And the fact that we're having, like, spring break canceled and prom canceled and we don't know what's going on with graduation and the end of school and not being able to see everyone like it's just kind of piling on as the things we can't do are starting to get canceled and more activities are canceled um and it's really hard like not being able to actually well we we lost you there for a second are you still there yeah i'm still here sorry you dropped off for a minute is there um look you're a junior so you still have a senior year uh, hopefully, yeah. ostensibly, to do a lot of these things that are sort of these defining events in high school, even in 2020. But a bunch of your buddies, and I'm going to be candid with you, I don't think you're having prom. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah. think there's going to be, at this point, a big public graduation uh, like, you know, everybody remembers hats in the air. That kind. Of, I don't see that happening uh, in May. I could be wrong. Maybe by June we're at a place where we could do that. I, I just don't think so. Um, how is that mm-hmm. impacting your buddies who are seniors? It's really sad because right now is like college decision time for a lot of big schools. So they're hearing back from colleges on where they're going to go, but they don't know if they're going to be able to like do senior sunrise. And they're what's that? What's senior sunrise? Is it's that where everyone comes to the school? It's all the seniors come to the school at sunrise oh, time and they have like pancakes so and stuff. Probably the first time they've seen the sunrise in years. <laughs> That, that, yeah, but it's really, it's really sad for them. Like today is my friend's 18th birthday, and she's oh, spending it in her house. Oh. Can't go anywhere. Um, she has a tradition of getting strawberry cake and stuff, and they were all out at the store. And then we went on lockdown, so she's having carrot cake for oh, her 18th birthday. Oh, carrot is like 15th birthday, not not 18. That's like a, I think it's like a <laughs> wedding thing. Your anniversary, I think carrot is 15. That's your brother's right there. Um, what is it, what's the thing that as you sit in your room, breathing in your own cells over and over again for hours at a time, what is that one first thing that you want to do once this order gets lifted or we move away from these pandemic things, uh, social distancing things? I just want to see all my friends again. Like I used to always study at Starbucks and stuff with my friends and very social, um, and I haven't been able to do that, so I just want to like get together with all my friends and go to Starbucks or go to Daniel's or just go anywhere, go back to school. Now, look, let's do this. Uh, I want to ask you if you've had the opportunity to follow at all any of the politics and stuff going on behind the scenes. Have you still mm-hmm. been doing that? Yeah, yeah. I've been on Twitter a lot. And okay, that's frightening. I have nothing else to do. <laughs> let's do this. Let's uh, hang on through a quick break here. We'll come back. There are some calls on the line. They may not be for you, but we're going to ask them if they have a question for you, too. But we've got Heidi on the awesome. line. We'll take that call, too. 
And uh, if anyone else wants to ask a question of a 17-year-old during this corona pandemic and what remote learning means, give us a call at 303-696-1971. My name is George Brockler. This is The George Show, and you're listening to 710 KNUS. Now, back to The George Show with George Brockler on News Talk 710 KNUS. We are all back here at 710 KNUS. George Brockler on The George Show going right back to our VIP caller, Amanda. And I know that we have a caller on the line who wants to ask a question of you. Are you willing to take a question? Yeah, I'll take a question. Of course, that'll happen right after All Right Now finishes up in about one and a half seconds. And we're back. Uh, hey, Jim, behind the glass, if I just press this button, am I going to bring Jim up uh, to, with his question? Boom, I'm going to do it. Hey, Jim, you're on 710 KNUS with George Brockler and 17-year-old Amanda. Do you have a question to get to know your teen? I do. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we have a 20, 20-year-old 20 uh, last year college. That, that season is canceled. Ooh. She is no longer going to finish at school. She's home and, of course, not very happy about that because – she had a pretty good life there in school. And the question for your your guest is, how do you feel about the government telling you to stay home, that you cannot go out for a cup of coffee this morning, you cannot go have breakfast this morning, you cannot drive your car where you want to this morning? That's a great question. Let me ask her that right now. Hang on one sec. Hey, uh, Amanda, are you there? Yeah, it just hung up on me. Sorry. Did, that's all right. I'm sorry. It's uh, it's technology and stuff. You've seen pictures. Have Did you get a chance to hear the question from Jim? I caught not being able to have breakfast this morning or yeah, drive my car this In morning. essence, the question was, and it's a good one, and it's one we've talked about in the last hour or two, and that was, look, how do you feel about the government coming in and saying, basically, you can't do these things that you are otherwise free to do, that you can't go have breakfast with your friends, you can't go hang out at Starbucks and study, you can't go mm-hmm. out and drive around to do whatever you want to do. How do you feel about that? I think at first it was a sense of frustration, especially like from me and other teenagers around me. But I'm seeing too that like with all the evidence and stuff and trying to flatten the curve, um, that it's important and that if we're if we want to be back to doing things and hopefully June or even like early May, if we really want to go to prom, which is unlikely, um, that we should all stay inside and do our part to not spread this. Um, because it really doesn't affect us, but what we do affects other people. Now, when you so, say it doesn't really it, affect you, what does that mean? Well, like, our symptoms are really mild compared to, like, immunocompromised people or people with respiratory issues or older people. Um, so we'd just be spreading it, but we wouldn't necessarily be, like, uh, affected heavily by it symptom-wise. Do you um, have so any friends or that have told you that either family members or they themselves are suffering from symptoms that they think may be COVID related? And I say think because my guess is none of your friends have been tested. Uh, No. And none of them have had it? Nope. And nobody's told you, oh, my great uncle Joe has had it or my brother or my dad Mm -hmm. or my mom, nothing like that. No, I think it'll start to get to a point where you know someone that knows someone that has it, but I don't think we're there yet. In Colorado, at least. Is it frustrating for you? And again, you're 17, and, I, and I'm trying to help mold that, that little bit of gray matter there between the ears. But um, is it frustrating at all mm-hmm. that the government is exercising these sweeping powers? Not are these good ideas, not 
yes, you shouldn't go out and commingle with people while we're trying to flatten the curve. Not that, but that the government is coming in and saying it's now illegal. It is against the law, potentially, although unlikely, punishable by criminal penalties for you to do things that you would just wake up in the morning and do because, my God, you're an American and you're on free soil and you want to do it. I think the frustrating part, at least for me, is that the way they presented it was just kind of like, oh, this is going to happen tomorrow at 8 a.m. or this is going to happen tomorrow at 6 a.m. And I think I'm seeing um, law enforcement struggle to deal with that because no one really knows. There was no consistent like policy sent out to law enforcement that was like, yes, you um, pull someone over if they're driving, regardless of who it is and without having a warrant. Or yes, you arrest someone and give them a misdemeanor or something like that. So law enforcement has no way of dealing with it. Um, and they're just overflowed by like both questions and then wondering what to do. So all of these law enforcement offices are now having to release their own statements like we're not going to uphold this part of the policy or this part of the policy because we just won't. Well, upholds you know, tough. It doesn't I, make sense. I don't think anyone said they're not going to uphold it. I think what they're saying, and you've heard your dad say this too, uh, even yeah. in the kitchen on some of these Zoom interviews with media, and that is, look, I, I don't want to do this. It's the law of the land and everyone's got to follow it, but pretty pleased with sugar on top. Don't put me in a position to have a ticket written into criminal court where 90 days from now someone has to show up and face potential consequences for a violation of this. I mean, I don't think it's not uphold it. It's mm-hmm. just not uphold it with a mallet. Try to find a scalpel, you know? Yeah. Uh, before we go, any advice that you can give parents like the one talking to you right now about how to deal with their teens, especially their high school teens, during this uh, stay-at-home order? Just check in and, you know, make sure that they're, they know what they're supposed to be doing for the week or they have a way to do it, like a computer, Internet, or whatever tools they need to get their schoolwork done. Um, don't be oppressive and stuff. Like, I've seen a bunch of parents that have, like, rigid schedules for this, 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 and this, and I think that is just a little too much right now, especially with how the world is and um, your teen's probably struggling with not being able to see their friends and stuff like that. So just check in. Um start a conversation or something um and like, make sure like that this they know they're checking with their teachers i think this is our yeah, this conversation is our one conversation for the week yeah well yeah. it's been good i don't want to ruin it i don't want to, i don't want it to see sound rehearsed or that we'd plan this this is our get to know your teen literally get to know my yeah. teen right now on the radio and and thank you for sharing your time with us i know you're probably going to go back to bed i am i'm just going to Lay right down. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, that is Amanda, 17-year-old Amanda, on uh, the fastest-growing and, frankly, the highest-praised segment of this, which really concerns me a great deal, and that is Get to Know Your Teen here on 710 KNUS. Look, my name is George Brockler. I think I have to br- cut away here for a break, but before I do, I've got to tell you this. Have to. In fact, it's required. Have to. Great news. No Safe Spaces is now available to watch for a limited time only at nosafespaces.com. Now, I haven't seen that yet. I think I'm going to watch it. Amanda, if you're not in bed yet, I would encourage you to uh, watch this with me, and we'll get your brothers to see how long we can get them tied down to watch this. No Safe Spaces was the number one political documentary of 2019, and now it's available to watch at home. It stars Dennis Prager, Adam Carolla. It will make you laugh. It will make you cry. It will make you taller. That's amazing. A lot of videos can't do that. No Safe Spaces has a 99% audience rating at RottenTomatoes.com, the highest rating for any, that's A-N-Y, you ain't got no alibi, any film last year. Critics have called No Safe Spaces smart, vital, urgent, good tasting. One of the most important documentaries that you'll need to see today 
and capable of causing you to lose weight. Uh, no Safe Spaces is a film that illustrates how America is exceptional. It also shows how our foundational American values have come under attack and how you can fight back. It's a must-see for any American, young, like a teen, or old. Hollywood doesn't want you to see this movie. That's enough for me to want to go see it. Here's an opportunity to support a film that shares your American values. Film stars Dennis Prager, Adam Carolla, but also features Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, Tim Allen, and even personalities on the left, including Ben Jones, Cornell West, and... Alan the D. Dershowitz. Watch it now, nosafespaces.com. When we come back, we're going to keep talking coronavirus, but from a different angle. We're going to have on Douglas County Commissioner Laura Thomas. But for right now, you're listening to George Brockler on The George Show, 710 KNUS.